and welcome to this episode of the Cisco Technology Podcast. And uh, you can contact the, uh, the podcast at, at Justin Woolen or email by uh, emailing me justin.woolen at cisco.com. So, it's you and me, Mark, again. It is, it's you and me. As always. always. I know. Oh, I was nearly in sync. That's a bit weird. <laughs> well, the way we gathered around this brand new microphone of yours, you'd think we're, we're ready for a karaoke session. We, we could matching be. blue shirts. As you might guess, we have a visitor. <laughs> Um, so, uh, w- welcome today to uh, Richard Hatcher. Hello, Richard. Thank you, Justin. Hello. Um, so, th- uh, so Richard, you work in our uh, public sector team, and you uh, manage our, I know, blue lights. Justice, justice uh, is called, isn't it? Yeah, a bit broader. It's police, justice, home office in that mix as well, with some SI thrown in for good measure. Oh right, okay. So it's a bit complicated. So mm. SI's been system integrated, so we don't worry about them. But you're going to talk to us today about what's going on in the, in the sort of policing sector and, and what's uh, your experience, and just want to share that with us. Yep. over the next yep. sort of few minutes and yep. all that sort of thing. So, um, welcome. Thank welcome you. to the, I was going to say, you nearly said the show then. Well, it is a show. We <laughs> call it a show. Uh, We've matured to, to a show. I don't know yet. I don't know. No. We have production like meetings and everything. We are, do they still count? Yeah. <laughs> we could put them on back of napkins and stuff. That <laughs> That's not the point. I know. All right, okay. We, we're going off piste again. Yeah. But, um, so, policing is, is, I mean, it's interesting because everyone talks about policing from, not everybody, but... The perception of policing of, of you mean spending a lot of time at the back office and, and, and needing to be out on the streets being visible um, whether it's on foot or in a car uh, and, and making people feel safe there always seems to be that perception in my mind and we know that and we've talked about this on plenty of other podcasts about how digitization and technology and that sort of thing but and I'm sure there are huger things you can talk about but what's been go- what, what's sort of the history with police and technology what, what kind of things have they been doing um, I think a lot of traditional enterprisey type back office stuff in reality, yeah. uh, capturing uh, a scene of a crime or uh, an incident uh, notes on uh, good old pen and paper, mm. uh, policeman's notebook as we all know about, is a, yeah. is a common thing we used to see on the old TV programmes. Um, they've moved away from that and, and uh, yeah, there was always that battle of the guy going back to the office or back to the station and having to then make notes and battle for a PC and, and that's, uh, they've moved to a much more mobile environment. Not all forces but you know, the majority of forces now have got themselves mobile devices Certainly, most forces have gone down the their body worn video route, so they're getting lots more digital evidence coming into the system. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's getting there as part of that digitization journey, I think it's fair to say. They know they've got a long way to go. Uh, so it's not every force has got a, a, a mobile application uh, deployed yet, uh, but we are starting to see much more evidence being captured on the spot, whether it be in note form via a tablet with input to a tablet, whether by, by photographs, CCTV, whatever. Mm. We see much more of that now. So it, 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 it is the back office stuff of it's with traditional technology being yeah. used. Like it's a computer, I have to input data into it. It's yeah. been used yeah. for the back office systems by the back office staffs, so maybe mm. HR and, and, and other support mechanisms. So it's not been actually used in frontline policing or aiding frontline policing. And the challenge is about that thing of coming in with a notebook and having to describe mm. or mm. type that in. Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, it's been that chat, it's a process. Mm. It's not actually sort of. Yeah, it, proper policing. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of proper policing going on. I just don't want any policemen coming to my door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's process. You're right. It's a process thing. Uh, so they're moving on a pace now. Mm. Um, lots of pressure from the centre, um, but also I know people people want to see a streamlined police and justice system. Yeah, so, you know, digital content is a way to do that, really. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're right. Very traditional enterprise type s- systems and services. Um, case management applications have been around for a number of years. So mm. Three or four major players in that space that have, have, have sort of packaged up the content associated with the case. Mm-hmm. That right. has been there, 
you know, some of it digital, some of it in traditional paper form, but mm. it all fed into an overall case management reference and everything else. Yeah. Um, but we're seeing much more the move to effectively having everything being digital format now. That's what they want to aim for, certainly. And yeah, is, is, yeah. There a, is there, is there? I mean, because certainly in uh, where I spend a lot of my time is in the health sector, and and there's been a sort of a central national strategy put forward around the digitisation of health records by by 2020 and yeah. moving to paperless. And uh, is is there a similar thing happening within the criminal justice sector? There is. I mean, yeah. it, very interesting. The police ICT code was formed a year or so ago, I guess, and I actually went to the almost like a launch event for industry and in fact a lot of the chief constables there as well to try and you know, define a set of standards or start on the journey of defining standards. Yeah. Interestingly it's not mandated. Uh, they made it very clear at the police ICT co event and actually Theresa May was up on stage in, in her role as home, off, uh, home secretary there. She made it very clear that we're not mandating, you know, we are trying to steer and guide the forces to going down a, a certain path, a set of standards etc. Yeah. But can't mandate because they, there's 43 different um, England and Wales uh, Police mm. forces, 43 different uh, police and crime commissioners, you know, put in place by the most recent government. Sure. Uh, and that's given these guys autonomy to work at a local level. So you can't then go into the centre and try and mandate what you do. They're just suggesting there's a set of standards that should be followed. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the one yeah, they're following. That, and that's the challenge with sort of that sort of thing, isn't it? But then is there's got to be a, a really good mechanism for sharing best practice yeah. and what works and what then can be adopted by one police uh, and, and crime commissioner. Uh, that another force mm. is used to not allow them to improve yep. policing yep. and this is all again I mean the one thing we talk about a lot about this podcast is not about the technology itself mm. hopefully but about actually what is the, the, the business outcomes or as we talk about yeah. or the actual operational outcomes that mm -hmm. it delivers and, and, yeah. Yeah. and just and I think that's a great thing from our perspective though isn't it because we have the view of all those forces how, mm. how many forces are there 14? 43 in England and 43 Wales 43 in England and Wales of being able to engage with them yeah. and be able to help them and then be able to share best practice from what we've seen in, in some forces and, and enabled in other forces and take yeah. that to, 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 to those others to, to help them we do and it's a you know, small and perfectly formed team of Mr. Newt and Mr. Phillips that are out there battling away and, and you know, those guys are effectively actually a conduit between the forces. Hmm. Uh, obviously Police ICT Co is there as that you know, more formal hmm. conduit between the forces to define standards. Um, they, they, they've actually formed a, a National Police Chiefs Council and there are two or three um, senior CIOs from the forces that are associated with that. Hmm. So the idea being that becomes a council that says what's the recommendation that the the, the um, two or three of the more senior CIOs would mm. suggest to recommend. It's sanctioned then by that National Chief Police, uh, Police Chiefs Council, and that becomes the defined standard. Not right. an undated standard, mm. but a best practice right. best standard yeah. that they would question why they don't follow that path. That's yeah. how they and, 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 yeah. Well, we see, that, sense, yeah. we see yeah. that a lot in public sector, though, yeah. isn't it? Of, of somebody yeah. coming out with a blueprint, yeah. Yeah. people going, yeah. I'm going to, and they do, they take it more than just a blueprint or a guidance and take it as a, as a, as a Bible because they mm. just want that level of comfort factor yeah. of someone's done this before, mm. it works, it's got through assurance, yeah. and we're going to be pretty much okay and it's making our jobs easier yeah. and, and yeah. less risky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we see that. Yeah, That's quite a common approach because I think, again, like, you know, like you just described, the health sector in particular doesn't really have that central governance body, local government again. Local government, you see a again, lot of local government, but you mean it's, it's, it's and, and yeah. as well with policing, because when you, anything you look at this, anything you look at is regionalised, isn't yeah, it? So the most regionalised yeah. things that we work with are local authorities, yeah. health and, yeah. and law enforcement. Yeah. 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 Wow. And the standards are... Which, yeah. um, things are sort of, light bulbs are going but on. I was going to say, finally yeah. things are clicking <laughs> with you, aren't they? I know, they've already been doing the job like maybe 10 years now. <laughs> 
Um, so, we, we, so give us some examples then, um, Richard, of what are these, what kind of things are we talking about digitisation? Where can digitisation yeah, really yeah. help here? When you think about um, uh, you know, what happens in a police situation, I guess, basic police situation, you could, you could, you could say, you know, the, an, an incident happens, mm -hmm. you get some, some evidence, whether it be CCTV, CCTV some photo, photographs, some, some notes taken, etc. Mm -hmm. um, that then flows into um, the case management file. Mm -hmm. Police are looking to the next stage, which is actually have a, a digital asset. It's not digital evidence, I've learned, by the way. Mm -hmm. I was told this. It's, it's digital assets, because not all of it's evidence. It's just things that are associated with the case. Yeah. So you package that up as a, as a digital asset file. Uh, that then would flow into the Crown Prosecution Service. Uh, that would then in turn flow into the courts mm -hmm. if it's if it's chosen to be taken to court because mm -hmm. obviously you don't always choose to take it to court. CPS may, may, may say it's not going to go to a court case, mm. uh, and that's just how it, it, it that digital evidence flow mm. has to be packaged, referenced, obviously um, fully referenced to make sure it's not been tampered with in any way, sure. shape, or yeah. form. It, yeah. it, and it's way through the process. So you, know, you can sort of see that the, the what they're looking to achieve. You can see what they're looking mm. to achieve. Uh, and some of that is in place. Absolutely evidence, you know, and I, and I think, think back to the, uh, the amount of infrastructure that Cisco has got in play. We are, I class this as a, a golden thread, mm. maybe the wrong term, but I think we're quite a golden thread through the, you know, 41 of the 43 forces have got Cisco mm. at the networking, uh, switching, routing level. We're in uh, CPS, it's our instruction in CPS. Um, Courts, professional court user network is Cisco powered with Meraki. Mm -hmm. So we are a golden thread right through that. So the, the transport layer mm. is effectively in place. Mm -hmm. So it's the applications that sit the on top of that always is, that yeah. is a more complicated. So uh, the, 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 the value that, or the way that we can allow this or in, in help this is about we think we are the company that can connect things together. We enable it. We enable, we can it, enable it by connecting all yeah. these different, but the, so yeah. the, the tablets, mm. um, Body worn video, yeah. which is which yeah. is huge because that's something that's been coming. You I mean we we've seen it on mm. TV and they've seen actually uh, what was the statistic? I can't remember now. I'm I'm, I'm going off the off the fly now, but they're just saying the impact of body worn video has been huge from a, from an evidence mm. perspective because massively, yeah, because yeah. 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 they're allowed to. I think conviction rates gone up. Or really, like the, mm. it's, it's because yeah. it's 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 been gathered. It's real time. It's, it's yep. the, the the officers. Uh, conversations being being captured, recorded, being recorded yeah. Yeah. and then the video of, of, of the of the potential victim or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's it's it protects yeah. the it protects the, the, the victims. It protects mm. the uh, officers because mm -hmm. they can't be accused falsely of, of yeah. things happening. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just one part of that digital evidence that's got to be packaged now and fed into the overall CPS system. I mean, yeah. well, no, I can get your speeding ticket down again, you shouldn't do, but, but if you do, yeah, the Please second the photograph- speed, people. <laughs> <laughs> the photograph comes through and your number plate is on that photograph yeah. with the camera um, readout alongside it, you can't really- I, 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 Every time yeah. I get one, I go, I'm sure that looks a bit like my wife. <laughs> I haven't had one for a really long time. <laughs> oh, look at you. I know, look at me. Same oh, yeah. <laughs> You can't <laughs> argue with it, can you? It's, it, a picture is there and yeah. it's, uh, it's captured. And, and is it, you, you know, so you talked about we, we talked a little bit about the sort of governance structure that exists around this in terms of the, the forces really yep. being very independent. Yep. Um, and you touched upon it briefly about the standards. I mean, that that you see as the, the real big barrier to some of this digital transformation journey, yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I think yeah, the, the police ICT co are the ones that they're now you know, put in place by the most recent Home Secretary to, um, now, now the Prime Minister, of course, mm. to actually start to define and drive the standards. Yeah. And the National Police Chiefs Council sitting above all of that with input from the police ICT code, they're represented on it, with input from the, the, the more senior, you could say, CIOs around the police uh, market. Mm. The other thing that's happening at the moment, which I can, which is very relevant to this, is, is regionalization. Right? Yeah. This is the other thing. So whilst there are 43 
Uh, I'm sure it's 43. It's either 43 or 44. Excuse my number if I got it wrong. Oh, there you go. It's going to be okay. We, now you're halfway through the recording. <laughs> work out. I need to go I, check my numbers. I always, it's say okay. it's 40, I always say it's 43. So it's 43 forces in UK, uh, England and Wales, you should say. One force yeah. is going to feel really, really yeah, loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's hope it's not the Met. <laughs> it's not the Met. Don't not the Met. And you think about what the, the, uh, the market's all about. Do you really need... Um, 43 different IT departments yeah. is a challenge, 43 yeah. specialist firearm groups, 43 specialist dog handling groups, yeah. etc. The recommendation that's coming down from the centre is you don't. You know, mm-hmm. it, you absolutely want, because localisation agenda, you want your 43 chief constables, PCCs, but actually if we clustered up three or four IT departments, three or four um, firearm units, mm-hmm. three or four dog handling units, so you end up with 10 or so specialist provision uh, of services groups across the forces, that would make sense. So that's the steer they're getting from the Home Office and other departments or um, people in the Home Office basically saying, come on guys, you know, there must be efficiency in you getting a bit more scale. Now the Met and GMP and these sort of big forces won't. Hmm. You know, That'd but, be Greater Manchester Police. Be greater Manchester Police, sorry, and the Met Police. Yeah, yeah the, the, the big forces won't. But, but you can you know, imagine, um, as we're seeing, Devon and Cornwall have formed an alliance. Hmm. Um, Midlands are forming, uh, East Mids are forming an alliance. So you are seeing groups of forces coming together and specialising, and IT is one of those areas they're yeah. saying, right, actually, can we now cluster up our IT groups mm. and look at expertise, specialisms, et cetera, within those IT functions? Well, I guess you've also kind of got that, I mean, it, I mean, maybe it's a really too simplistic example, but in terms of where criminal activity is going to take place within a region, you know, you could also argue that there's a benefit there in terms of joining up the back end, the systems yeah, and so on yeah. and so forth. Just, I mean, I'm sure there's already systems in place to track a criminal who might happen to hop across a county boundary. Wow. But you, you can't help but think that yeah. there's probably improvements to be made there. Yeah. When you think about it, it's not just county boundaries anymore, is it really? No, 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 no. You know what I mean? It's quite scary, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. We had a session with one of the, uh, a couple of the forces uh, a week or so ago, which was a, a great event to just cyber awareness, mm. um, um, just really a, a couple of days of, mm. of upskilling mm briefing on what we are seeing happening in the cyber yeah. um, space, yeah. uh, in the threat space. And um, the statistic came out of that was 80 percent of the, of the cases they are engaged with mm. now have some form of digital content. Yeah. And uh, what do you mean by di- digital content? What do you mean by digital content? So so mobile phone record. Oh, this uh, a trace back overseas somewhere of what's going wow. on. So you're not talking that's about incredible. just a local country, county or town yeah. or border. Yeah. You're talking about something that's got something that traces back to international. something that is, is digital in format, mm. whether it be a, um, a first disclosure, the person admits to doing something now on a WhatsApp or a mm. whatever it might be, you know, a, a text to his friend, digital phone records, PCs, mm. uh, or, 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 or something that's come from completely internationally, you know, yeah, a, yeah. a cyber attack from overseas, for sure. sure, sure. You know, it's a, it's, it, it, policing is matter of the... Yeah. The policing is changing on the back of what is happening to their market, call it a market, <laughs> yeah. the people that are doing these their things customers. too, the customers, yeah, the nasty people, they're doing yeah. nasty things. Yeah, because it's, it's interesting, interesting when you look yeah. at that, because it's, it's, it, it's a, a friend of mine, uh, happens to be a, a, a police officer, and um, he was talking about a case that's gone to court and gone through, and he, yeah. and he, and he did say it very much about the amount of, of digital records, phone records, as in texts were used and, yeah. and Facebook and, and, and that also brings up another challenge about how do you get access to social media and, and, yeah, and yeah. asking those anyway yeah. we, we, that's that, a whole other conversation. But yeah, there was huge amounts of it and because yeah. they're hugely important and they're evidence to be used in court you know, to get yeah. a to, to get a conviction. Eight zero percent was the same thing. Wow. That's got some for digit one one element would have digital you know, one piece yeah. of evidence or, or information will be digitally based. That's incredible yeah. amount. Indeed, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah, and all that needs to be gathered, stored, and moved across a network. Instead Correct. of it being yeah. something that is 
um, uh, for captured on a on a memory stick, or, yeah. or yeah. you've got to play. Do you know stuck I mean? on paper and just yeah. be moved around and, by and by courier. And that's the bit of being able to um, able to do that, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Being, and that's where the connectivity of being always connected and, and being able to access those applications yeah. wherever you are and whatever device that you're using. Mm. And, and we're looking at forces now and. and uh, my local force have, have rolled out, I think it's over 3,000 um, tablet devices to, yeah. to officers, and it's about yeah. how do they connect. So, obviously, they connect where they're out and about, with mm-hmm. over 4G at the yeah. moment, or 3G, 4G. Uh, and then, but then when it comes back into the buildings, is how do you then how do you get, get that information off? And well, the best yeah. way, the most cheapest way to do it is pull it over, over the network over Wi Fi. Yeah. So, yeah. looking at Wi Fi, and, and they are now at the moment rolling out. Um, Wi-Fi in the, in the buildings, yeah. and you talk about Wi-Fi in courtrooms as well with our Meraki solution, which yeah. has been done there yeah. to allow uh, lawyers and and the, uh, the judges, professional court the corporate, users. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's a nice way. Professional court, court users. users. I'm yeah. trying to like, name them all, <laughs> but allow them to have access yeah. to technology. So there are just some examples, but there's some. Are there any other good examples you'd like to call out where so forces have really adopted digitization? Um, yeah, we, we are working very closely with the, the force in particular around the, uh, the, the wireless. I think wireless is very exciting for us. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, uh, and also video collaboration, is, uh, we've done some great work with Kent Police. I can reference Kent because we're allowed to disclose it as a, a, a sort of case study um, around uh, video in courts. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, uh, actually using, when you think about a, a person on a Friday night, has a few drinks, gets a bit carried away in the pub, and gets arrested on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. That person in the past would have been held in, uh, on remand in, in, in in custody until Monday morning. Really? Um, yeah, because you're held in a police cell. Because mm. you need to go to a magistrate before you can either be. And the magistrate didn't do it until Monday morning. Uh, they don't until Monday morning. Of so, Kent have been championing the approach of using our, our WebEx cloud, our, 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 our meeting room cloud, effectively, uh, to bring the magistrate in on a Saturday morning or a Sunday so morning. So he doesn't have to come in. He doesn't come. He basically in. stays at home. Yeah, absolutely. And then connects via a, a video PC or whatever video conferencing. Yeah. In and then can process that. Absolutely, wow. and the behaviour improvement is is massive. Because the person is told on a Friday night you can be held over to a Monday morning. Yeah, you can imagine the violence and uh, doesn't agree with the approach. Of course, if you say to that guy, right, behave yourself. Saturday morning you'll be heard only if you're uh, behaving yourself. Yeah. Cost saving, safety yeah, f- uh, yeah. for the uh, police officers involved, etc. Yeah. It's just a much better environment, much swifter justice. Really that really is a great example of swifter justice. Swift justice. I Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is swift justice to me. <laughs> he does it all in one go. <laughs> well, I can't send that way. But certainly, no. no please, please don't go that. I'm only joking. <laughs> no, but again, it's a. It's there a are re- other cartoon. Other, judges other cartoon judges are available. <laughs> I'm not sure. But it is a recent. Again, I, I'm always somewhat. Can never. I don't know. Just really surprised at how such a simple thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can make such actually quite a material impact in the in that whole workflow. Yeah. When you think about it, I mean, yeah. uh, we have. We used to have. Face-to-face meetings only. That's how we used to work. Yeah, in business, of course. We, really? When can we do non-face-to-face podcasts? Yeah, <laughs> I, quite, I don't know. You can, can do you it. Yeah, there yeah, are yeah. the podcasts that do do it very yeah, well. Yeah. I just can't work out to doing no, it. No, I think that'd be scary. Oh, 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 so face-to-face meetings always exist in the in the, the enterprise and the corporate world. We don't do that so much no. anymore. No. We absolutely come in via WebEx, via video, via audio, etc. What is a, a, a courtroom? It's a meeting room. Yeah, yeah, it's a meeting. It's a meeting of the appropriate people needed to to um, hand out justice to yeah. the person. Uh, Etc. So the people mm. involved. So it's really moving along yeah. uh, the same lines of what we've done in the enterprise space uh, uh, many many years ago. Really. Yeah. And there are certain uh, senior judges in the UK that really are driving the modernisation agenda. Really? Uh, and it's it's yeah we're, we're very pleased to be part of that, excited mm. to be part of that. And it's using our commercial off the shelf platform, which is great news. Yeah, yeah, news yeah. So 
Go on. No, you go. I was going to ask, what, what's the future hold? I mean, where, where, where do you think... Uh, where do you think we're going? Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see, I absolutely see, uh, and it's not far away, I have to say, it's not mm. far away. You know, everything is just digital, yeah. full stop. So uh, any evidence digital coming in. Digital justice. It, it, it really is, it is. Everything coming in is, is in digital formats. Um, it flows through in a digital way. Um, the cases are heard you know, in a stack. You don't need to mm. worry about whether the person, the CPS organisation is in your region or not. Mm. As long as that person is available somewhere in the country, sure. you know, uh, and it, it, in something like you think oh, yeah. about the environment where you start yeah. to hand off tasks to people, it's a task. Sure. So yeah. as long as that person gets the evidence he needs in front of him, the assets, the evidence needed, evidence comes in um, that gets the appropriate people at the right time packaged to be able to read, to be read and analysed as a person mm. needs to go to court or not. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. That then flows straight into the court system, all in digital format. It's got a full audit trail of, uh, of who's, who's seen that evidence, who's done what with that evidence. It, original is always kept to the master. Mm. The versions that are needed for court, and it's a much smaller subset, are transmitted and packaged as part of the case file. That case file flows through, justice is heard, uh, potentially, you know, without a court case, courtroom, I should say, being mm. needed. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting because. I remember talking to, and I can't remember who it was, uh, one of our meetings when I met one of the forces, and it was about bringing in experts, mm. about expert witnesses, yeah, expert witnesses. Yeah, and, and having to bring them in, the cost of generally flying them in, yeah, bring them, yeah. I know there's a place in Northern Ireland, they have a lot of, 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 uh, of uh, experts yeah. on evidence, and uh, and they have to fly them in, how how's them, even even prisoners as well. Absolutely. So bringing yeah. in prisoners yeah, who, yeah. Are, prison who can give yeah. evidence, Yep. From prison mm. into a courtroom. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's stuff that's actually happening now. It's isn't happening it? now. And think about vulnerable witnesses as well. Yeah. Uh, there's a situation in in Kent where they are involved with uh, a number of uh, people that have break-ins in a local small mm. village. Mm. Uh, all older older people uh, didn't want to be transported. Didn't uh, Kent didn't feel they need to be transported mm. uh, across to a courtroom, uh, you know, hundred miles away, for example. And they actually just uh, set up a, effectively a, a, a video link from the local village hall. Uh, it protects those witnesses. It's, yeah. it's not right that the innocent party is having to yeah. be inconvenienced. So justice is being done in a way that just makes it safer and easier and, mm. uh, and, and swifter for the appropriate people. You know? yeah. so, and it's just using technology we've got available for shelf for us now. Yeah. And one thing. It's got to have security through the heart of it. Uh, yeah, uh, we've got to talk about security. That's right. Security should. Can <laughs> I think we need to talk about security because I have to say, if you, if you think about what's you know, an end-to-end digital justice system where it's totally relied upon, yeah. digital files, digital case files, yeah. digital evidence, digital assets. Yeah, you've so got we'll to say that, that little lot. As we do every time, you've got to think about security right at the start of any any sort uh, of absolutely yeah. any sort of project or anything yeah. to do with digitization. It feels like I'm not needed anymore. <laughs> um, don't get ideas. I'm going to get ideas. I'll get rid of you. We've only just, we've only just started. Um, Richard, thank you very much for today. Really appreciate okay. it. It's been really interesting. Really interesting. And um, uh, if anybody's got any questions, anybody wants to go and contact Richard, you can contact the podcast uh, via Twitter at Justin Woolen or via email at, just, at justin.woolen at cisco.com. Two O's and one L. Um, thanks very much. Thanks, Mark, for joining again. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, Richard. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yeah.